When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Just after 10 o'clock this morning, you will see our Lord Mayor, Councillor Deirdre Ford, along with the President of the CBA, Kevin Hurley, and a number of officials on a walkabout in Cork. The Lord Mayor and uh, the party will be talking to traders who were recent Cork Business Association award winners. And just as well as congratulating them, I'm sure the Lord Mayor will also be taking on board some of their concerns. Lord Mayor, good morning. Good morning, Paul. How are you? Lord Mayor, can I ask you, when you're on your walkabout this morning, through Patrick Street, maybe up and down Oliver Plunkett Street or some of the side streets, what do you expect to see? Well, first of all, let me say that I'm absolutely delighted to have the opportunity to do the walkabout. I mean, there's no substitute for eyeballing business owners and discussing their challenges and their opportunities. What I expect to see is that, you know, we will share the concerns that they may have. And also, I want to be able to tell them all that Cork City Council are doing to try and revitalise Cork City Centre. Because the best way that we can support these established businesses, uh, very often they're there for many, many years and have contributed so much to our city. Um, Business is 24-7, as we all know, um, and we really want to support them. Um, I expect that they will give me samples of their offerings. They will tell me how things are going for them. And as I said, I will be able to tell them all the investment opportunities that we have coming up. For instance, we have 55 million uh, already for the Victorian quarter McGurton Street. Mm-hmm. We've a hundred K from the NTA to prepare a design for Princess Cook and Marlborough Street uh, for the next year for maintenance regeneration. And of course we'd be consulting with all the business owners uh, for that. Okay. Um, but Lord Mayor, can I ask you, you you said you were going to address their concerns. Um mm. who was responsible, we'll say, for pedestrianising the streets, banning cars from coming into Patrick Street and basically making Cork City somewhat um, a no-go area because you you just can't get a parking space. I know there's going to talk about multi-storey car parks, but look, all of these streets, I mean, they're pedestrianised. I've been speaking to traders who said trade has been decimated in the last number of years. Well, it's a funny thing now, the stats don't show that. In fact, I was talking to the chief executive recently and she mentioned that the statistics show the businesses are delighted that business has picked up, uh, especially on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. But of course, I want the business owners to tell me this. There are also challenges to make the city more pedestrianised, which shows that it works in many of the European cities. And to take cars out of the city centre. Well, come here, Cork, Cork Lord, Lord Mayor, Cork is really a, basically, it's, it's a big village. We're, we're not one of these big European cities at the end of the day. 
Yes, but we scale it back, of course, to suit what we need. Um, obviously, it's in conjunction and consultation with businesses. And there are challenges. I accept that, Paul. I mean, uh, you know, many people still need their cars and we have to listen to them as well. But ultimately, it's both from a climate action perspective and a health perspective to create city centre that's pollution-free as possible and as friendly for families. For instance, the Crawford Art Gallery with the OPW has recently been approved for a huge extension and hopefully we'll get the extra five million to uh, develop it in place. Falta Ireland has given us 600,000 plus for five different arts installations around the city centre. That will aggravate people, honestly, works of art for 600,000 euro. Honestly, could you put it into re- redeveloping some of the vacant units. Uh, the vacant units, we are actually have increased our intention and liaison with the owners of the vacant units. Remember, these a lot of these units are privately owned. We're trying to get them to um, work harder to develop them and to come to the table. And, you know, there's a levy on those that are neglected. Um, and that is some way going to help to encourage these private owners, you know, to begin development. And, of course, then as well, Paul, there have been many planning applications for uh, large commercial units in the city centre. These things take time to develop. Some people might object to them and mm-hmm. that takes, you know, that will take its own course. We do have to abide by the law. Lord Mayor, are we ever going to get a second park and ride? Maybe even a third and fourth one? Because I'm in fairness, I must say, I think the Black Ash Park and Ride is super. But if you want people to, um, you know, leave the cars at home, you must put facilities facilities in place and we need extra park and rides. When are we going to get a second one? Is it going to happen? Well, we're looking at that at the We've moment. We've been looking CJ. at it for in the last fact, somebody, how many, God, how many years, Lord oh, Sorry, Paul, I meant. Um, actually, you know, when I was discussing uh, that as well with the officials, that was called on, uh, for instance, by Brittany Ferry's management. They're bringing visitors, many, many more visitors this year than any other year into Cork City. And they mentioned they want these people to stay in Cork City and they need a park and ride as well as we locals do. So it is on our agenda. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. But do you know, Paul, there are many other modes of transport as well. And we're trying to encourage people to have a modal shift. It won't suit everybody, but we must try and, you know, come up with solutions that are consultative and are fair. And what are the other modes that you're, you're proposing? Well, obviously there's cycling. Obviously, um, uh, there's e-scooters. I know that Paris has stopped those now in their city centre. It remains to see what the government produce uh, the regulations in relation to those. And, you know, we want to encourage people to walk as well. Yeah. What happened years ago? Uh, people were walking everywhere and everyone was much healthier. Now, I'm trying to do it myself and it's not easy, I can tell you. But, you know, the UCC business school is coming into the city centre recently. Recently, we opened Elizabeth Fort and we had an outdoor performance centre. All these things will encourage people to come in and use the nighttime economy, which we have developed in conjunction with the businesses. You'll know Claire Nash there in Oliver yeah, Plunkett yeah. Street and all those other businesses. That is a big success. Lord so Mayor, it's kind of... Sorry, I beg your pardon, go on. 
I, I said it, it is it is a sort of two steps forward and then consult and then see where that goes. It has worked very, very well with the Victorian Quarter um, residents and businesses in McCartan Street. We have every step of the way consulted with them and they have put up with a lot of um, upheaval. But when it's finished, that will be so dynamic. We want the same for the city centre for Oliver Plunkett Street, for the new uh, Bishop Lucy Park development that's going to be started late in the summer. So there's huge news for Cork City. It'll be unrecognisable. And can I say finally, Paul, that Cork uh, Convention Centre, we, I think that we'll see movement in that later this year. It has to happen. It will be a tremendous asset to all the businesses in Cork City Centre. The government has committed $57 million though costs have increased and there are challenges, it has to go ahead and will be absolutely amazing for the city. And can I say one thing again, Cork Docklands over the last five years has attracted 500 million from the private sector investment in offices and uh, we hope to have accommodation for 5,000 employees. That will be all accumulative and the city centre will be transformed and I take your message for many more parks and rides and I look forward to the business I'll be meeting today. They are the shining light of our city and I will take seriously what they say to me. Lord Mayor, Councillor Deirdre Ford, I look forward to travelling on the bus on the second park and ride when it's in, in place. We'll, we'll travel to town together. Thank you very much indeed, Lord We Mayor. will indeed, Paul. And thank enjoy you. your walk around the city and thankfully the weather is on your side. We put the infant to Prague out last night especially for you that the sun <laughs> would shine today. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt you, Paul. Good morning, Lord Mayor. Thank <laughs> you very much indeed. Bye-bye. Kevin Hurley, you're President of the Cork Business Association. You've been listening to the Lord Mayor there. Um, are you on the one hymn sheet? Good morning, Kevin. Hi, Paul. Good morning. How are you? Um, yeah, I'd absolutely reiterate what uh, Councillor Deirdre Ford, our mayor, said there. Um, uh, you know, there is a lot happening in the city. Um, it's a very, very positive thing. I would say every city in Ireland and every city in the world is not without its challenges as regards, you know, business, security, all of those kind of things. But look, we're trying to drive on with the things as best we can. And what a beautiful morning we have here this morning in Cork. And I'm really looking forward to going around meeting the business uh, winners this morning with the Lord Mayor. Kevin, in your time as President, are you into the second term now? I am indeed, yeah. What have you done? What have you done? What achievements have you made on behalf of your traders in your time? What have you done? What have you you been successful at? Well, I I wouldn't call it successful, Paul, because it's it's a very, very difficult position that I, uh, that being the President of the CBA is. The biggest challenge um, for us is just trying to get the, the business people in the city to engage with us. We want to know their concerns. We want to know what we can do for them. And I've been speaking to many businesses over the last year and I've gotten to know an awful lot of people in the city and I'm hearing the concerns uh, about what's going on. The big thing for me, and I, this is somebody that owns three centre stores right in the city centre, is the security issues in the city, mm-hmm. particularly during the day. And that is the massive thing for me. And we're liaising with the Gardaí, to be fair to them. They're trying their best as well. We need more Gardaí on the streets in Cork City. And Chief Superintendent uh, Tom Myers is very aware of that. And he's come out himself in, in support of what we're doing. And we've written to Drew Harris. We've written to Minister Simon Harris. We've written to all the councillors, and that's a really big thing for me. Okay, and what are some of the other concerns on uh, uh, bothering traders? Um, well, 
obviously people you know people are still talking uh, about parking it you know um we have we have met a couple of traders who have expressed concerns of that and yes it certainly is there particularly um business people that you know would be selling bulky goods um electrical goods and other things like that and you know they need they need cars to have access to the city and i'm i'm not saying that this city is perfect in relation to pedestrianization and the patrick street caravan and all of that kind of stuff but we are moving forward more towards a car-free environment and that is something that people are going to have to take into consideration the bus connects um thing is another thing that it's it's a big concern to to a lot of people and you know they have come back with a revised plan now so hopefully okay uh, they've come back with a revised plan but we'll say for argument's sake between now and when the bus connects project is up and running okay i i would put my hat on it that businesses will go to the wall because trading conditions are not the best in the city centre at the moment I've been speaking to traders they said they're crippled because of the the amount of uh, money they're spending on rates and at times they tell me they're afraid to voice their concerns because Cork City Hall will come banging on their door don't you be giving out about us on the radio you owe us X amount we want the bills we want our rates I mean there some traders down there are afraid of what City Hall will do to them if they if they become too vocal I haven't heard that Paul I'm well I can tell you you're not talking to the same people as I am so okay, and you're the president okay. of the CBA why, why? Yeah. I, well I, I'm telling you straight out I haven't heard that from anybody I think, it, I think it's a free democracy it's a free world and if people want to uh, uh, speak their mind about you know their, their objections to bus connects or the Patrick Street ban or whatever it is they're perfectly entitled to do so and I would absolutely back the council 100% in that they're They've got an agenda. They're, they're, they, they are trying their best to implement these changes. And I, I ha- look, I'm, I'm going to be straight out with you. I haven't heard anybody that's afraid. And if, if there's anybody listening this morning that is afraid and wants me to represent them towards the council, I'd be more than happy but to Kevin, do that. But Kevin, honestly, do you think the, the, the council is going to listen to the CBA? Someone described it as a powerless and toothless organisation. Okay, I didn't actually come on out to be insulted. I'm Paul, not but insulting anyway, you, but you have to you live know. in the real world, Kevin. Um, well, Paul, my, my role is, 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 as president of CBA is a voluntary role. We're a voluntary organisation. We're trying to represent the business people of the city and try to do better at the city. And of course, you're going to have the naysayers that, that are saying we're toothless and spineless or whatever you want to call it. And that's fine. I, I, I made, a, t- I made a, good, a tough skin. I've got 300 staff working for me and every day is a challenge. So, you know, if people want to say things like that, that's fine. But, you know, I'm always accentuating the positive. I'm looking at the positive, Paul. Today is a lovely day. We're, we're going to be very positive going around the city, meeting traders, listening to their concerns, absolutely, and congratulating the business winners in the Cork Business Association Award. And tell me, who were some of the award winners, Kevin? Um, so the the award winners are ERA Downey McCarthy, who, who are the um, estate agents on the South Mall. We're then uh, we're heading into the English market then to meet Margot in the Rowdy the Rowdy Foodie and uh, Tim Mulcahy at the Chicken Inn. We're um, going up to um, Soma Coffee then on Tucky Street, who are, who are also winners. And then we're heading over to Leaders on North Main Street, uh, Leaders Menswear, which is a fabulous uh, business who also uh, won the award uh, in February. And will you be calling to some people who didn't win awards? Uh, probably, yeah. I'm sure we'll be, we'll be passing their door if they want to come out and say hello to us or throw eggs. Will you, not call, into, will you not call into them? Well, Paul, come on now. I've got three three hours to do this and there's four or five hundred businesses in the city. Come on now. 
<laughs> we'll do our best, you know. We'll, we'll, we'll be passing the door is what I'm saying. And certainly, the Lord Mayor is a very sociable person. Yeah. I've no doubt I'll follow her. She's, she's walking in to say hello to people, no problem. Okay, so you're starting the walkabout just after 10. Where will you be starting, Kevin? Uh, we are starting, um, we're meeting at the Cork Business Association offices on the Mall. And we're heading up to RA Downey McCarthy at the top of the mall then at that stage. All right. So, um, yeah. look, if honestly, if people have concerns, come and meet you. you. You will listen to them. You'll take their concerns on board. Absolutely, Paul. As I said, this is uh, my role as president of the CBA. It's a voluntary role. I took it on. I'm the kind of person that if I take something on, I try and do it to the best of my ability. That's what I've done so far. It's definitely not an easy job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, my, my door is open. My phone is on at all times. If people want to voice their concerns, come and talk to me. And that, that's what I've been doing. I've met with countless businesses over the last year um, to, to listen to their concerns and fed them back into the Gardaí and back into Cork City Council. And, you know, Rome wasn't built today. A lot of things don't get done. No. Things are often put on the back boiler. But look, try my best. That's all I can do. Kevin, thanks a million for talking. And I didn't bring you on to insult you. I didn't mean it, but I'm just um, passing on some comments from people who I, I okay. have genuinely met over the time. And, you know, this is what they're saying. Look, you're you're a businessman. You're uh, thick-skinned. I'm sure you can take it. And uh, listen, enjoy your walkabout in Cork in our wonderful, wonderful city. Kevin Hurley, okay. President okay. of the CBA, thanks for talking to us. Cork's 96 FM.